1: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Ah.
2: Got my goalie gavel ready to go, but I got to go left handed because I'm left handed. I I definitely tweaked my ulnar nerve playing too much tennis this week, Adrian.
3: Too much of the. uh, Too
2: many plays being made
3: on the hard court.
2: On the hard court in this studio because that's what our show is named The Playmakers. I'm Lindsey Brown. Over there is Adrian Hernandez, and we have a whole hour left of the show for this week of excellence, of total excellence, of greatness of uh, the footiest of footballs and we're gonna get into some cultural capstones as well I want heavy alliteration in our next segment we're gonna be talking about my new favorite thing I've uh, been watching on TV this week it's gonna be a little bit of a deeper dive and we got noted for from the abyss at the end as well because I don't want to let all my brilliance or at least my written brilliance go to waste so I have to bring it up and your notes. Toot my own horn just a little bit. I and never do it.
3: Your notes, my Facebook memories. It's my it, favorite.
2: I love it, too. It, it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a time. And so we're happy that you guys have chosen to spend some of yours with us. And uh, before, well, you know, let's just get into it. The footiest of footballs. Oh, the funniest of footballs. It's the best weekend of the whole year, except it only is. a third of the teams play. Weird how that works, isn't it? I know. It's, it's, it's like weird. a sad goodbye to yeah. football this yeah, week. This is the greatest fan base in the world, said everyone ever in every single press conference, at yes. least their initial one. Uh, but last hour, we were brought to the attention of a, of a developing story pertaining to a member of the Las Vegas Raiders organization. Mr. Nate good. Hobbs. Nope, not nope, 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 no, nope. Nate Hobbs. Yep, that Nate Hobbs. Same guy who fell asleep behind the wheel uh, after having a few too many just a couple of weeks ago. He was allowed to play in the game. Uh, they lost the game, but turns out on Sunday he was cited for driving 110 miles an hour just down 215 right off of Decatur, or as I like to call it, Decatur. Uh, he was not arrested for reckless driving, which you would with that uh, mile per hour. That usually goes hand in hand. But his car was taken from him, and he was sighted. And it's just the Raider way. Right? This is this is the Las Vegas Raider way?
3: It's it, it, This is like,
2: mm-hmm.
3: when, is, when is enough, enough? Specifically for you, Nate, and specifically for the organization. Mm-hmm. When is enough, enough? I don't, there's...
2: And the thing is, Adrian... I'm speechless. Is that, I, I think... In many ways, we classify as not doing the wrong thing as easy. Maybe that's not so correct. Maybe doing the right thing is really hard all the time, right?
3: It is. Intentionality is hard hard
2: all the time. It's hard to be positive when when it's raining out all the time and and a bird pooped on your window. And, And it's hard to expect you to be at your best all the time. Like, we're all human beings, right? So why we accept our limitations in some areas and why we don't in others, I don't know. But I know that if I've had a few to, few to drink, I don't drive. And I know that if there's a triple number associated with my miles per hour, that I, 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 I'm in the wrong spot. I've literally never driven personally over 100 miles an hour. It would never cross my mind. I already freak out enough going 65 down the 215 that he was too, because people drive around here psychotically. <laughs> and so that needs to be set. like, he ain't the only one. I'm sure since we've started yeah. this show, there's been at least three or four people pulled over for the same exact damn thing. But we also know that not everybody who got pulled over in the last hour is named Nate Hobbs that ran into law a couple weeks ago. And is also a representative of the Las Vegas Raiders. Perception is reality. And, this is, uh, this is a team with not just a cultural problem, but they're becoming a community problem in a lot of ways.
3: And it's. Or at least
2: some of their actions are.
3: You know, and we brought up earlier uh, that he was an honorable mention as like one of the best rookies, Hold on. Uh, according to the Hold on. I gotta him again.
2: Oh, man. We're just so proud of that. Makes me yeah. feel good, Adrian. Pro-
3: probably why Gosh. he played in the playoff game. Yep. These are the tough decisions
2: mm-hmm.
3: people need to make that are higher up in this organization. If they really want to change things, because the leash, there shouldn't have been a leash after what's happened this season, specifically pertaining to DUIs and for someone to not only get that again, but then have an incident dealing with a vehicle going at high speeds and thankfully incidents
2: in general. If I'm Nate Hobbs after the first incident, guess what I'm doing? Holding up in wherever I'm going to be training for the offseason, minding my P's and Q's and literally not being a problem.
3: And like you said, life's you know life's difficult. It is. And
2: ask Darren Waller, ask, ask Max Crosby about how difficult life is and what people do to deal with it and where it leads them.
3: But at the end of the day, it's just not. It's not acceptable just for anybody. Like Darren anybody. said, it's
2: hard to be sober every day.
3: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. But that's what he
2: does. That's what so many people do. And so it is not easy to do the right thing. But that is what is necessary in most instances, especially when you are. A representative in the public eye. We are moving on from Nate Hobbs and on to the playoffs. The playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. The, playoffs, the playoffs. divisional round. What game you want to talk about first, babe?
3: Oh my god! Well, first off, last week we went four-one in our picks. I want to congratulate Ooh. us. This this weekend, uh, it's going to be better than Thanks sex. For keeping track. We got Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, mm. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jimmy Garoppolo, or in oh. Hill. All these great quarterbacks trying to be victorious, trying to lead their teams to have Just more a points. Of men, yes. Last week we had 6 playoff games, no second half lead changes. This weekend I want competitive great football and we'll start as it's gonna start with the first game of the weekend, the Cincinnati Bengals mm. versus the number 1 seed, but you wouldn't know it if you watched TV, nah. the Tennessee Titans. Yep. That's how you feel about it? It's just a yep.
2: I mean, it's probably the least exciting game on the slate for me. Ooh, there's potential here. But, but I'm saying it just it's a good group. And so I them being the least or at least the the fourth place isn't so bad, but you know I'm a huge fan of Joe Burrow and, and his leadership style and the steps that he's been able to take. I mean, even the glasses, the rose-colored color, glasses at, in the press conference. That white is, <laughs> is, is He is He is. He's from knew, Ohio. We all knew what was going to happen once we saw the the picture that he took after the national championship win with the big stogie, right? You're just mm-hmm. like, that's, that's a vibe. That is an absolute vibe. Uh, and obviously, he has a lot of shared history with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. He has so many weapons at their disposal. But here's the bit. I know that Tennessee – In the trenches, they're going to dominate. So, in a way, the Bengals' lines have to have the game of their life tomorrow. Or Joe Burrow has to. And he's been doing that lately, too. But there needs to be more. It can't just be on him. There's too few of winning formulas where it's just on him. Right?
3: I'm trying to – so, the interesting thing when you bring up the line, um, the Raiders and the Titans were the second least. Both of those teams blitzed the least – Mm-hmm. Um, in the NFL this year, uh, the difference being where the Raiders, it was straight. You knew what you were going to get. Well, it, was it was the defensive the cover line, too, right? Yeah. And it was the defensive line mm-hmm. with the Titans. They're sending four people with pressure, but you just don't know who's coming. They might have the defensive lineman go out and run his own and the linebacker will, will show up in blitz or safety will do it delayed, which that's interesting to me because when Cincinnati played the Raiders, Joe Burrow got the ball out in two and a half seconds. I think it helped that he knew that the Raiders don't blitz and they're not going to change up their scheme much. Mm -hmm. With the Titans, they change things up, which means he's going to have to take a half second to make a decision if he sees something weird.
2: They can just mess with the tempo in general. Any sort of disruption is going to cause workflow problems. So you're right. That is absolutely a sliver because – the defense doesn't change on the Raiders' side. Like we know exactly where Gus Bradley's going to have his safeties and his cornerbacks, right?
3: Yeah, and, and yeah, we're about to make our, our final picks. I just want to before we make our final picks on this game, I just want to throw out these stats regarding uh, the Titans and see how you feel about this, Lindsay. Uh, ESPN, FBI, FPI has the Titans as the worst number one seed since two thousand eight. Football Outsiders thinks they're the worst number one or number two seed in the history. What do they
2: just pull of the, the, the water NFL
3: cooler? and They've won seven one-score games this year, and their uh, margin of victory is the lowest for any division winner in the league. They only won by an average of 3.8 points per game. So not that
2: dissimilar from how the Raiders were able to secure their record in a lot of ways. But they were able to replace Derrick Henry by committee for most of the season. And guess what? He's going to be back in that game, too. Although, as I said yesterday, I think the reimplementation of big-time players like that can cause more problems than solutions. And so I'm picking the Bengals. You are too. Hell yeah, I am. Hell yeah, I am. I'm
3: doing. I'm doing it. Derrick Henry. We, it. He's he's gonna play. We don't know how much. Rabel but.
2: always gets so in, super inflated, and then they're like, "Oh, the coaching staff." It's just they they've been there. They're they're so battle tested, and the the Bengal staff it hasn't been. I'm like, what? They make the AFC Championship once, and we're we're ready to save Rabels the next Be- Bill Belichick? Really? I I mean, yeah, they lost in the wild card. They
3: lost in the wild card last year. They goes
2: once, and then the entire industry changes. So maybe that's exactly what's happening.
3: Let's move on to uh, the Nightcap on Saturday night. It's a great
2: podcast. It's available to you on the Odyssey app that can be downloaded from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Hockey Talk, we record every Sunday. Me and Dominic Lavoie. It's a great time. You should share it with your friends.
3: My guy, Dominic. where can we get
2: the podcast? Uh, It's on the Odyssey app. That's for free on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. All you got to do is search out the Playmakers or the Nightcap subscribe and uh, you should be good to go.
3: We're good at this. Yeah. Uh, your nightcap for the NFL is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah! Very excited. Versus the Green Bay Packers. hmm I am, you know what? Whatever. I'm doing it. I'm going with the Niners.
2: Yes! Yes, Adrian. Drink the Kool-Aid with me. Drink the Lord's wine with me, Adrian, because... Well,
3: let me preach. Okay. Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Most valuable player in the playoffs right now that isn't a quarterback. Um, 8.2 <laughs> yards. No, the whole seat. Since he's had to be used since halfway point of the season, this dude is averaging 8.2 yards uh-huh. per reception, 6.3 yards I per know. rush. I know. You got the stats. I do have the – even. You got it. Look, uh, Kittle is an amazing tight end, right? He's pretty good. Yeah. He had one catch versus the Cowboys didn't need last him. game. He's had nine catches the past four games. Have you heard him complain or any tidbits or anything no, coming out? No, I, I think are everybody's obsessed? just
2: kind of like on board with whatever the formula is for winning. And, you know, the, the Niners are a really, really solid team. They're certainly probably the least flashy out of everyone. Uh, but they're, they match up really well with the Packers, I think, because first of all, the Packers' defense isn't as good as everybody says it is. Last year they made a pretty big improvement, but that was only because the year before that they were so bad. And this year it's almost – just as bad as they were a couple of years back. They're 30th in rush defense. And that's season. important. Absolutely with, important. With because yeah, exactly. And the 49ers love to run and pound the ball. They're kind of like the the better version of the Minnesota Vikings. And the Packers haven't really played anybody lately. They obviously had to uh take the last week off with a bye. They earned that bye. But uh I trust in the Lord Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that he is making fewer mistakes than he was even when they made that run of the Super Bowl. And he knows that this is basically an audition for his next job. Every single playoff game, he's playing with house money at this point because last week everybody was saying, "Well, this is really going to set the tone, set the legacy. You beat the Cowboys at home, that you're good." So this this is where the extra mills come in, and so I, I think that they're going to be able to uh, to keep the game close, and he will. And be that's playing. what's important because you can't let Aaron Rodgers get, get out and improvise as much. Get and have him start airing it out deep ball where yeah. you're trying to catch up. And so it's like, let's keep it in short yard situations and try to eat up as much clock as possible.
3: Uh, Jimmy G will be playing uh nursing, a shoulder injury Fast. and his thumb. Yep. Uh, Nick Bosa also, uh, he cleared a concussion protocol. Obviously. He will be playing. Well, we, we know some player we don't know, uh-huh. but he did clear. Obviously, And w- one thing I want to say about the 49ers, my last point on them, um, Jimmy G is a question mark for this team. And, yes, he's been playing better. But even in that Cowboys game, he had a terrible interception. All that being said and all the injuries that they've had this year, the 49ers somehow are the seventh-ranked offense in the league. Exactly. They're higher higher than the Packers. They're higher than the Bengals. uh, Better offense than the Rams. I don't think many people would believe that if I just told you that. off Suck it,
2: cheeseheads. Yeah,
3: and the Packers, they're returning six players. Um, and that's awesome because they need them. David Bacardi, Jair Alexander, David Whitney Bacardi.
2: Mercy.
3: <laughs> oh wait, how do you put? I thought you chug's no, beer no, not, not Bacardi. Bacardis. Uh, Bakhtiari, Bakhtiari. Yeah. Facts. Hockey. Hockey names coming to get me. <laughs> Zadarius Smith. Um, they're all coming back yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. That is a little like it sounds good, but you, you know, trust Matt
2: Lafleur to make the right game calls this time around?
3: Uh, yeah. No. Or I you don't. trust I them don't. to give the
2: keys to Aaron at yeah, least yeah, in that yeah. moment?
3: I think d is going to run all over him because he's super I know. Fast. We're picking the so Niners. So we both Move got on. Niners. Let's go on uh, to Sunday. The Rams versus uh, the defending champions, uh, the Buccaneers. You know what's weird? What's weird?
2: I think more of the pressure's on the Rams.
3: I think and that's... It's very
2: weird to say as a defending champion in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I think the well, pressure Tampa. is on the Rams. Yeah, it's because lots is riding on this roster. This specific construction, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and there's something to be said about the first iteration of this particular show, because we have good rookie seasons, we have good first impressions, and then the league gets notes on you, and the team doesn't come back in its same uh, spirit, because nothing ever stays the same. But arm that with the fact that even if Tristan Wirfs is playing, he's going to be in such a depreciated state. That I'm like, why are you playing him at all? We all saw him last week. Dude can barely walk. And apparently they were gonna literally test his walking today, Friday. Uh, they haven't done he's his been in a blocking. walking boot all week. And that's not the only area of that team that's Ryan banged Jensen up right well now. Exactly. And we all know about the formidability that is the Rams defense. And we know that they have Von Miller on that defensive line now too. And you know whose formula is the direct kryptonite for Tom Brady? Von Miller's AFC championship game en route to the Super Bowl championship for the Broncos years ago. It was shown the way by Von Miller. And he's on that line. And he's on that line with Aaron Donald. And oh, yeah, we have Jalen Ramsey. And so if they can imitate that performance, tough sledding for TB12 and, and the way of being. We might eat some nightshades going forward. That's how bad.
3: I'm also going with the Rams. Uh, Von Miller, Leonard Little. Just like the Cardinals focused and they knew having to play them two times in the regular season how important Aaron Donald was. He's going to get doubled, leave the opportunities for the rest of that defensive line.
2: He trains in the offseason with knives. Yeah, he does. Like, literally does hand combat training to not get stabbed. That's how badass this guy is. With Jokic's
3: brothers, that's who he trains with, Yeah, basically. So, Leonard Little, Von Miller, look for them to attack Uh, personally Last week I came in here, Eagles are going to win. They're going to run the ball. Offensive line, the game started. It looked like they were scared. I promise you the Rams aren't going to be scared. They beat them the last two years. They've been here. Um, Cam Akers. They beat them this year. Yeah, Cam Akers. And it was 34-24. It was week three. Both of these teams are completely different. We understand that. But they also beat them the year previous. They're not scared. They know what's in front of them. And
2: Matt Stafford officially has a win under his belt. Yes. So there's that. There's that little kind of cloud that was hanging over last week, and you have that that positive reinforcement, that confidence to bring forward, which is perfect. And then an opponent that calls the best from you, that demands the best from you. It's like getting up for big time regular season games. It's this is playoffs. So that's, there's more than enough. But it's against the defending champions, in which you said like. Uh, they're uniquely familiar with. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be an unbelievable game. And uh,
3: I think that Jared Goff has more pressure on him than the Buccaneers to win or to want the Bucs to win. J-
2: Jared Goff does? Yeah, because
3: if the Rams lose, Jared well, Goff yeah, will be Jared like, Goff,
2: ah! Jared Goff will never cheer for any sort of four-legged no animal Bowl. with long hair ever. It's like getting Billy Goats where nobody can have goats. The Pygmy Goats, you know, no farms, no uh, farm animals visits Our, for him.
3: So we Last both took game. Cincinnati. We both took the Niners. We both took the Rams. Leads us to the final game, the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl, the AFC title game rematch. The mm. Buffalo Bills at Kansas City. Lindsay? Lindsey?
2: Inject Bill's Mafia juice
1: straight into my veins, Adrian,
2: inject it straight into my veins because I ride or die with Josh Allen's scramble ability
1: We're doing and it.
2: his ability to doze their their balls. because we all know about his ability to pick up those first downs, to scramble, to be a leader in just the manner in which he plays. Not just the way that he speaks, but the way that he plays. It's going to be outside, which they are. More than battle-tested for. So battle-tested they didn't even practice outside this week. They know. We're like, we're, we're familiar. We don't even need to practice it. Uh, they have all the urgency in the world. They've sat with the revenge offseason and all of this year of preparing for this exact moment. And they have a full head of steam after decimating the Pats last week. And I said last week, if you beat the Pats... The Bills, I think they're going all the way to the Super Bowl. A lot of people are saying whoever wins this game will probably go on to win the Super Bowl. I'm not ready to say you that. You said the Bills are going to win
3: the, Super, and the, to the Super Bowl. I said okay, they're going to the Super Bowl. I said they're going and they say said that they
2: were going to win. I'm not going to ever make that pick because Super Bowls are just different. Um, but the Bills' defense is unreal this year. They can turn the ball over. They did so last week. And if you can get Patrick Mahomes uh, throwing off level where all of a sudden he's on one foot and trying to throw sidearm and he's spinning away, like you don't even really need to blitz him. Make him play disciplined in the pocket. That's It, it really is a, is a simple game plan, but you can't make any mistakes, and it's not like the Chiefs don't have a, a repertoire of weapons at their disposal either.
3: Lindsay, we're on the same wavelength uh, when it comes to the Chiefs and the remaining teams in the AFC. They are 0-3. They are not going to need to beat all three teams, but they're going to need to beat at least two of them. And to me, this Bills team, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure on them. Uh, we've talked about it all week, Josh Allen. This is an opportunity welcomed for them. It is welcome pressure, and it seems like they're prepared. I mean, the way that they handled the Patriots, not only as a rival, but everything at stake, with just the the bad karma and the twenty yeah. years of Patriots success and how they handled it, and they and smacked them in their mouth.
2: Back half of the season too.
3: When it comes to the Titans and Bills, like I can't say it enough about the opportunity that both of these teams have in a year where the Chiefs were supposed to be the number one seed. And they had struggles. The Bills mm-hmm. themselves had struggles. I mean, they lost to the Jaguars. Uh, teams like the Ravens, the Chargers, the Browns, the the, the Patriots—these teams that have been good or expected to be good—they all faltered. Everything is in front of Josh Allen yep. and this team. Uh, I, I'm riding high with, with the Bills. And I love it. I just think they're going to do it. And, I love and it a lot. Josh Allen can run the ball.
2: Twinsies. He can scramble.
3: Got arm strength?
2: Yep. He has a
3: chance to be the face of the league. All
2: of those things are true. And I hope that our picks are true because it would be really funny if we were. If we
3: go 0 4. Well, we're
2: not going to go 0 4, but we've picked at least three upsets here. And so it's a big freaking deal. Apparently, the best weekend in all of NFL football. It kind of makes it. That makes sense NFL football. It is, though, because it is.
3: next week there's only going to be two games. Exactly,
2: and then we're in, like, the offseason in, like, a month from now, and then it's just darkness, the abyss, and other things. And we're moments away from that in terms of the weekend, but two more segments ahead.
0: Uh, 11.40 to the bet. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher Online Shop stage Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
1: You found the Playmakers only on 1140 The Bet, Boss Vegas.
3: Sometimes on radio, when you do it live, Lindsay, things happen. Buns gets buttons get pushed. hmm But guess what? What? The instrumentals providing the vibes. It is a Friday.
2: The Friday vibes are at a peak. This is absolutely a fact. And forgot to mention last hour, uh, after the show, after we get done, the Bet MGM tonight crew is always on until I think it's 8 p.m. our time, eleven PM East Coast time. But mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be hopping on for my weekly hit with them at 520, like directly after I get done with the show. So Literally, like you guys don't have to do work. anything. You don't have to change the dial. Just leave it as it is, just and then you'll minutes. hear me through your cheese holes or your ear holes, depending exactly. on what song you're listening to. Lindsay,
3: you have an immense amount of hot takes, and they don't stop at 5 p.m. I so, have, so, like,
2: hot takes. I feel like I have— Intellectual thoughts? I like that better. I like that better. Reflective uh, opinions. Lindsay? Yes?
3: I, I like you. I, I like Thank the you. show. And so I have to ask you, because sometimes I don't care to be judged— um, but when it's someone that, like, I care, care for and I, I want to, like, you know, be a positive, right. you know, whatever the heck. Um, so I brought in a snack today for work. Um, they were Lucky. Gushers.
2: <gasps> what flavor?
3: Are you ju- all of them? What do you mean? You don't get to pick Dude, individual? Dude, you have
2: no idea what my history with Gushers is. What flavor?
3: I, I love them all. Like is it the, the mouth they- mixies? It is. It was a mixture.
2: It's the, is it but the mouth mixies? when I bite mixers? down, it
3: fills up my mouth. All of it. It is delicious. Dude. So you are a fan.
2: Oh, Adrian, I can't buy Gushers anymore. Because once I start, I literally mm, three years ago, I, I would go in and I'd buy five or six boxes.
3: 25-year-old Lindsay. Yep. Walking in I'd the I'd eat fries. a box a
2: day. I was eating a box a day of the mouth mixy Gushers. Like, I just go into Target. They were always on sale. They are amazing. And mm-hmm. so, like, I literally had to basically remove that that's how I get things out of my uh orbit is like I, I just know more
3: out of sight out of mind
2: well no now it's in my mind not a say I just know that I can't go down that road I ate them
3: all so uh, can't give you thank any goodness and, I won't do it so, and so I have the Scooby snacks
2: because the Scooby snacks like I eat a lot of those too if you've noticed I eat three packs at a time every time um they are small packs they are small packs and you never know how many orange ones you're gonna get so I have to make sure that the ratios are solid Uh, But that that is a different half life. That is a different burn time than Gushers. Like, Gushers, I literally cannot stop myself.
3: I will let you know. So, the Scooby snacks, when you hand me the orange ones, I do feel a little uncomfortable, but then I eat it. So, it's like, eh, it's not that bad. Why do you feel uncomfortable?
2: Because it's been in my hand?
3: I feel, no, 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 no. no. I was like, uh...
2: You just don't like the orange ones? It's like she's
3: giving me doggy treats, but then. No, I I gave them to Paul and stuff, too.
2: I I have like bags of them collected. I just don't want to waste them.
3: Paul doesn't seem like a guy who eats fruit snacks.
2: Nobody he ate the orange ones, and when you do, you know this. You have kids; you eat whatever the kids don't eat. Damn right. Yeah.
3: Well, thank you for not judging me. And no, I, I, I and don't. I would never judge.
2: I think that we're just looking to uh, have an open discussion about like who we are. We're just looking to collaborate in some form. I am width. a gusher
3: eater. That's I, that's part of me.
2: This is one of my favorite parts about you. Now that I know this, it, it really it truly is. Uh, we're gonna test it though, right now. Why do you watch TV? Like, do you watch it to escape? Do you watch it to escape like completely where you want to remove yourself from the current reality? Or do you want to think when you watch it? Like, what do you watch when you watch? What type?
3: You just went deep. Uh, I would prefer, uh, prefer comedy. Comedy. Um, I enjoy it. I think there's an art to it. Yep. Um, It's interesting. It's fascinating to me, like. So you like know,
2: stand up, or are you talking no, like laugh track, ruse? Stand
3: up was definitely like a high school phase, and then like now with like you know Dave Chappelle and all these the Netflix specials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have, I haven't watched a special in the, in a very long time. Uh, but no, no comedy shows. Uh, like right now, a new show that just came out. It's on ABC, and I don't usually watch network television other than sports live sporting events. Abbott Elementary mm-hmm. is fantastic. Uh, it's kind of like. It's basically the office, but instead of working in the office, it's about elementary school teachers, and you follow this school. The documentary crew follows sure. the school. Same vibe. Uh, great. You feeling. haven't seen
2: Parks and Rec though, which I believe no, is better than the Office.
3: No, I, I have not. I haven't watched Thirty Rock or Community. Any of those? It was okay. just strictly. So you the want office.
2: you want to be entertained when you watch TV,
3: and sometimes and sometimes like like to think as well, like yeah. interesting. Or sometimes I'll put thought into like that's how they came up with that. Or oh, all that was fascinating. Right. Like when shows do things and right. like the way it mixes in the season yep. and things like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For me, I like to explore a lot of things with TV. I don't watch reality TV like ever. I'm I'm really not interested in in what like real people are doing. I yeah, like same. documentaries. I like educational stuff, but I like to think. I like to be reflective. I like good writing. I like people who pick good music for their shows be that music from other artists or maybe it's a score that they've had composed for their show but I need to tell people about this new limited series that I've yet to finish this week and that's how seriously I've taken it where I didn't binge it all the way through because I could have but I wanted to savor it
3: so that means it's like so you that like, means not, I, I need that, to oh yeah think no, about the for episode me, Did you yeah. watch it or oh,
2: I will I absolutely will because Station Eleven which is on HBO Max is probably, it's up there with Dickinson for me, which is an Apple Plus uh, product with uh, Haley Steinfeld, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, Again, it's a limited series. It's based off of a a book, and it's set in a post-apocalyptic saga, spanning multiple timelines, telling stories of survivors of a devastating flu as they attempt to rebuild and reimagine the world anew while holding on to what's best of what's been lost. And I know... That a lot of people are pretty maxed out on the pandemic stuff and post-apocalyptic bad times, right? That's that we've we've seen a bunch of shows like this. This one is different. This one is uh, not just cerebral; it's spiritual. There's religious elements to it. There's a twinge of Walking Dead to it because you're dealing with the after effects, and it's not just like, oh, we're gonna go inside. Most everyone is gone, and so the acting is unbelievable. You just get
3: me chills when you said that. By the way,
2: oh, I love that. most
3: everyone is gone.
2: Yep. Um, the the music is fantastic. The themes of it, like how many milk cards have I brought to you to upload into our system? Because earlier that goalie quote that we played going into the second segment, it's like. We we all love the goalie people. People want the striker. People want the flash. But the people that pick the goalies are the winners. That is from that show. How many note cards have I brought to your attention in the last three days? Probably like fifteen. Yeah, of quotes. I'm like, just read this, and you're like, what's the context? I'm like, it doesn't matter. Just read this writing as it is, because when something is so profound that you can get you can get meaning out of it, even in its most basic form. A.K. me writing it out on a note card not seeing it in an actual show like that to me indicates that there's serious art value I watch TV that has art value to it and because I notice a lot of the things I, I, I took a lot of classes on screenwriting and stuff like that in college too and I just I watch a lot of TV for, for good reason and for bad reasons too but I could not recommend this program Uh, more highly I've heard that a lot of people it's very hit or miss it's kind of like uh, what was that movie that came out a couple weeks ago um, around the holidays that was don't look up great movie has like everybody who's ever starred in anything in Hollywood in it and it's super satirical like very political all that other stuff Adam McKay yeah and uh, polarizing Apparently, this show is polarizing. I don't know why it would be other than the fact that it's in a post-apocalyptic and it's pandemic. And I can understand why people are just like, I don't want this in my brain right now. Because there's also something to discuss with TV. Is like, do you talk about the pandemic or not? Because, like, Grey's Anatomy is definitely breaching it. But some shows have made the creative decision not to. Or you we were watching, what was it, Modern Love? That was the Amazon Prime uh, show. No, Love, Li-
3: Love, Love Life.
2: Love Life. Both the... That one that you're talking about, the one that I'm talking about, they're two different shows. Both are excellent. Both I think are on Amazon Prime. Um, I forgot where I was going with that point. What were we talking? about? No,
3: that they both have that the elements of the pandemic are yes, absolutely, and included. Recent, exactly,
2: exactly. And so I find that like an uh, an interesting case study in and of itself. Because it's just what a unique time that we're living in, obviously, and just production, all that. We we remember hearing Tom Cruise freak out at people. Like, he had a Christian Bale moment earlier in the pandemic. Everyone is doing everything to get this because it's, like, for MI-18 or whatever. Um, He just launched his own company, by the way. And we all know that the best art comes from places of suffering and pain. And so lots of stuff is being produced right now that is being written that will be great award-winning whatever very soon but there's plenty of great stuff right now and i know people are are kind of getting through all of their cues and and all their shows and sometimes they have to rewatch stuff because they can't find anything they like this station 11 show i'm telling you go watch it
3: can we phone down
2: type of show
3: can we talk about the elephant in the room yes we can hbo max Mm -hmm. is kind of applying pressure to netflix
2: all the streaming platforms are Paramount Plus has good has good shows on it. Peacock. I mean, they took back The Office, Parks and Rec, SNL. Like, they have the best IP. So, it's a completely different competitive landscape. What did Netflix do?
3: So, they just raised prices last week. Again. Um, yes, for the the second time in two years. No. Ridiculous. No, no, no. They actually raised it in 2019 from 11 to $13. Late. 2020 so a few months ago they raised it from 13 to 14 and now they raised it again uh for the basic the basic um the standard subscription right this isn't is, high
2: speed it, this isn't multiple screens
3: yeah uh a dollar so from 14 bucks to 15 but then if you want the highest quality if you're you know you want yep. that 4k multiple people 15 bucks going all the way to 20 20 is a cable. weird number. 20 is a weird number. Like, that seems like that's a thing. Between
2: Netflix, Hulu, which is also bundled with Disney Plus and ESPN and all that other stuff, Amazon Prime, like, we're more, it's more expensive than cable at It this is point. cable. It is cable, <laughs> and, except it's more and less complicated. Like, the real figuring out is the live sports, and there's they're all finding ways to go halfway in with that in, in, in differing ways with the leagues, but – Again, the streaming wars, another fascinating topic that's very much Did a contemporary. T- uh, what?
3: Did you hear the rumor about ESPN? What about it? Apple Plus is interested in buying ESPN.
2: I doubt Disney will sell it. Why would they?
3: It kind of is losing money. Um, well, in Well, yeah. Terms of the, it's always
2: going to be losing money, just like pro sports teams most of the time lose money. But
3: like, the fact that they haven't been able to, like, the digital aspect of everything and them losing the cable subscriptions, that it might be a heady play. That um, is a heavy
2: play for Apple News more than it is for their streaming platform. Hundred
3: percent, but that also like Apple is at the head of like the stock market; like they're worth a lot more than Disney. Well, yeah, and it's crazy. Worth, they have
2: they have more money on hand than the U.S. government.
3: Yeah, so it was a it was um, on sports media, the Business Journal, Sports Business Journal. That was like one of the bold predictions. Well, that,
2: Apple has to diversify its um, product too because eventually we're going to stop being so dumb and buying new smartphones every year.
3: Eventually, and so
2: they've already done that with Apple Music. They made that switch from iTunes to Apple Music, which was dumb as hell. Why wouldn't you keep the library aspect of it? I think that's so dumb. But they did the Apple Plus. Dickinson was one of the first shows that was launched with that. They have the morning show, which is a great program. Ted Lasso, Lasso, which is one of the best shows in the the ever, I think. Uh, and they've obviously done really well, and they've they've been very selective about what programs. Because like Netflix throws like whatever they want up there, like they they make their own stuff. But there was a progression to it, right? Because you had the network TV shows until they figured it out and needed to do it on their own. But Apple, again, that's that it probably is a smart move, and it's going to cost them a lot of money, but they got it. It's like Elon building like some other Neuralink thing. Oh, let's just start another company, and make f- flame flowers. What the hell?
3: To get the worldwide. I guess know, in why not? Cultural
2: capstone. always a, a, a good time. Maybe we'll just make this a Friday bit. We'll open it up a little bit to the things uh, that
3: we need to watch for the weekend. Or just
2: like talking about what's going on in the. I mean, we talk about what's going on in the world, other in sports, but it's just. oh, you know, this is a little bit, uh, a different uh, trajectory here. We got to get to our last segment, our notes from the abyss, because I cannot let my brilliance go to waste. And so I'll read some of my thoughts for you all before the weekend. The bet, 1140!
0: You found the Playmakers.
3: Only on 1140, The Bet, Las Vegas.
2: God, this theme song slaps. Don't you love the explain? No, turn up just a little bit. It's a banger. I listen to this in my car. Like, literally, you're just like...
3: I've never watched the show. I'm sorry oh.
2: to admit it. Oh, my goodness. What a what a perfect introduction, then. Because this is a different take on documentaries where they basically do a 20-minute episode on just, like, a topic. And okay. they explain everything about it. It's like, oh... So you want to learn about cannabis? Here's everything we have about cannabis. Ooh. History, all this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you. you want to talk about gene editing. Here it is. Oh, you want to talk about mammals. Here it is. Netflix, great bet, great uh program and even better theme song. They have an extended one as well. Uh a little breaking news here, which is always brought to us by the BetQL network, betql.com. There's the props contest that we've been talking about all week. You know, specifically Stacey A went 10-0 and last week and hit the tiebreaker between uh, the Rams game. And so she was able to secure a $2,000 prize. And anybody who enters into the giving props uh, contest that we are running for the football postseason – you are entered in to win a grand prize of $10,000. So you have any chance of any of this money, go to betql.com slash props to sign up. 10 new props have been posted ahead of this weekend's matchups. Remember, just by signing up, you're entered to win that grand prize. Most correct picks this week wins two grand. Head over to betql.com slash props to make your picks. Each and every week of this postseason. And uh per Kevin Seifert uh, from ESPN about, a little under an hour ago, the NFL and NFL PA have agreed to stop testing unvaccinated players daily for COVID 19. Moving forward, they will test players and coaches when they one report that they have symptoms or two are included in random testing.
3: So they're doing random testing for COVID.
2: Uh, well, I don't think they're going to do any testing for COVID because oh, that's what like, they're saying like for
3: PDs and steroids. Like. Well,
2: I don't even know what the. I, I think what this is is the NFL knows that you only have how many teams left and you only have how many players that are unvaccinated on those teams and we know that one very important person who is not vaccinated and I'm not here to uh judge Aaron Rodgers for anything but I know that the NFL uh, the disaster scenario where he can't play because he's going to officially be outside of that 90-day window after testing positive earlier in the season mm-hmm. that's not going to happen so we're saying la 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 la," plug our ears stop our feet this isn't happening the football games though those are still definitely going down and i'm not shocked i'm not surprised but uh i am disappointed
3: i don't it's the nfl they got to yeah, do it. I, I, we just
2: got to get used to uh
3: them disappearing. yeah Just, you know, business is business. Business is
2: business. Capitalism wins always and forever.
3: Even if you are receiving... Less knowledge is power,
2: which is what we are here to technically bring to you at this particular segment because I take so many notes. You do too, Adrian. Like, you were bringing tons of stats this week and and, and great football knowledge. I appreciate you. Uh, I I take a lot of hockey notes and just notes about the show, and usually it's just to basically put it into my brain because if I type it out, it doesn't get written in stone, right? Then it's just... Pencil. We can't have that. So I write it down on note cards, and I have one that doesn't have a date on it. So that's very rare where I don't have it Ooh, actually archived. Exciting. And this one doesn't really have any like game specifically that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Golden Knights. How to generate offensive zone presence. Move play down low. What happens to things under pressure? Question mark. They either combust or they expand. I was right about to say that. That's exactly what you were gonna say because you were a hockey expert. Vegas needs to destroy natural timing versus allowing it to unfold. I think that's a direct thing to saying, uh, take action to your destiny rather than waiting for fate to meet you. If the zone entry isn't there, the lateral move in the high and the lateral move in the high zone is forced. Damn it, you're gonna have to dump a chase and retrieve and earn your chance rather than coughing up high for a bad turnover or broken play that disintegrates anyways. Is that not a direct note that I had a in our game preview yesterday. Guess See, it was. it's the same damn themes, Adrian. It's all the same calculus. So this is from earlier this season? I don't I know when it, say. yeah, I have another, I, I'm guessing maybe it's around the November 8th, because I also have another note card that says VGK Ozone. Why does VGK need to draw pressure up top? They need to flip it, grind down low, let 27-7, and seven, that's, Theodore and Petrangelo use legs to get in position to receive the puck rather than carry the puck themselves, slash and dash in the high slot and point to open things up for the Donoff to cut laterally. You know what we're doing on the power play?
3: We're not cutting off laterally. No, we're we are straight. actually.
2: We're, we're hitting Donoff in the middle and, and making plays in a different layer in which we haven't explored before. That's something that we have been able to improve upon as of late. That's That's great news. That's great news. Although number seven does tend to take things himself. And Shea Theodore was the game winner uh, last night, so he took the puck himself, too. So it's, it's, it's okay. crazy how
3: these notes from the past come up still.
2: History punches us in the face, even if we don't it, know it.
3: It does. Um, That's a
2: throwback to yesterday's show, which is podcast.
3: My notes that I took in January 21st of
2: 2020.
3: Oh! oh shout out to Facebook. Uh, Derek Jeter was never the best shortstop in the oh, American League. My
2: God. <laughs> no, I'm not done.
3: <laughs> the oh best shortstop in the American League, let alone his own team at any point in his career. What's up, oh. Alex Rodriguez? <gasps> he isn't better than Omar Vizquel, Nomar Garciaparra, Barry Larkin, etc., etc., etc. Barry and Larkin! And wouldn't be bleep if he was on a team like the Pirates. What? No, I didn't say what. I ended it.
2: it Andrew McCutcheon's face.
3: Complete joke.
2: So, really? So it was
3: a Derek Jeter hot day. Yo, Derek Jeter, what? mad average terrible on defense okay. he had a great batting average so all those it, baseball writers are wrong right just... they are wrong
2: they're old they're crusty <laughs> this is the most bad i've seen you i'm
3: not gonna let barry bonds into the hall of fame it because he be, was mean it, to me he was an mvp before be unanimous. He,
2: he didn't earn the unanimous vote i have to vote no david ortiz he only hit he wasn't oh. on the field so we
3: don't know if he's gonna be hall of famer even that's though he was like super impactful. everything that's
2: wrong with sports writers
3: is the Hall
2: of Fame voting for the baseball.
3: Let's not even bring up his ownership with the, how are you going to own the Marlins? You couldn't afford it. So as soon as you own the team, we got to trade players. You trade an MVP to your former team in the Yankees, in Mike Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton. You're going to just, that's the first thing you do. The first thing you do, you buy a brand new team, you spend a billion dollars, you got a new stadium, and you trade an MVP to your former team? Conspiracy. Derek Jeter, you're a fraud. I wish I could have said this a minute later as the show's leaving, but I got more time to (laughs) flame Derek Jeter. Yo, Uh, Nomar garcia Parra. Miguel Tejada, how many more players? Like, he was never the best shortstop in his league. He was just on the Yankees. That's all, because everybody likes the Yankees. It was a tough week for the the Yankees Yankees this week. Because the Lakers were losing, and then the Cowboys got eliminated in the playoffs, and your Yankees. And Alabama lost. And Alabama lost. Uh- and you guys haven't won a World Series since 2009. And the Even- Edmonton Oilers
2: outshot the Florida Panthers and still lost six to nothing. That's what I was oh! about to say, dude.
3: We are on a wavelength, do you know? Oh, Derek Jeter, what wow. a bony! I'm
2: so happy this happened to us. Cause like I don't have that same level of vengeance towards Derek Jeter, but I certainly don't care about those damn Yankees one bit. Yeah, I don't like them. I hate them. I hate them. I think they're they're the worst. I think the pinstripes are not slimming. And that uh, we're done with the show. We're done with the show for the week. What a what a time it has been. Appreciate everyone showing up as they do. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you uh, to Mark for um, allowing us to be on the air this week again.
3: I was just getting started. You
2: were. I know. You're all stretched out ready to go. But we'll be back Monday, 3 to 5 p.m. as always. Sports and other things. Blinkers. Be nice to others and yourselves. Most importantly, the Playmakers. 1140 back. Bye.